This is Managing Mayhem. Presented by Two Lawyers and a Layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Hi, and welcome to Managing Mayhem with Two Lawyers and a Layman. I'm Jeff, joined by Patty and Jack. How are we doing today? Great. How's good, it going, Jeff? Hey, how are you guys? Do- doing well. The topic today is tattoos in the workplace. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Well, I mean, I've always wanted them, but I never got them. Do you guys have any? I'm not telling. Okay. I have no visible tattoos. Nothing on the low back that could pop out. <laughs> Why did you get one? I don't trust myself. Judgment, taste. Any of it. That's good. That's that's wise. <laughs> it's interesting because I got a call from a client the other day talking about this exact problem. And he called and said, well, I got an employee who came in, has a Packer suck tattoo right Ooh. on his forearm. Okay. Oh. Real big. Oh, he was I angry. Like it. He goes, <laughs> He goes, Jeff, what do I do with this? I said, well, what's your policy? Do you have a dress code policy that usually covers tattoos, piercings? Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, we have it. It just says no offensive tattoos. Okay, so let's take the most general thing. I mean, some people are offended by everything, and some people are offended by nothing. So very, very general. Right. (laughs) Well, I was looking into it. 40% of millennials have tattoos. Okay, that makes sense to me, though. I feel like everyone I know has a tattoo. Okay. Wow, cool crowd. What about uh, the boomers? Do they represent on the tattoo front? Shockingly... They do not. Uh, okay. <laughs> 63% of boomers over the age of 60 do not approve. Okay. So I fit in there. I fit in with someone at least. Wow. So boomers are judgmental. Okay. So in the workplace, how is it problematic or even like, is it what illegal to have a tattoo? Well, I'm going to tell you the first problem is that if all the millennials have tattoos or the majority and the boomers majority don't want them. Most of the boomers own a lot of the businesses. So right. that's going to be a conflict that I see right out of the gate. Right. I don't say time for boomers to retire. I mean, what do you, what do you say? Is that, do you I see that as a conflict? <laughs> I wasn't saying it. That's why everyone's all about that side hustle, that, that, that freelancing. They don't want the boomers crashing down on their tattoos. So gig economy, it's all about tattoos. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So the problem is, Jack, is that well, it's not a problem because tattoos themselves are not illegal. And yes. it's also actually not illegal for a private employer to terminate someone for having a tattoo if an employer wants to set a particular dress code. So that's not illegal either. So that's the legality of it as it so stands It's actually right pretty now. free range. Right. Like like a chicken. Right. <laughs> like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Some, if they're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so why would an employer want to let someone go if they had tattoos? That just seems like it creates problems for them. Yeah, I mean, it's not even just letting people go. It's a company deciding if they're going to let people have them to begin with. And and to me, that comes down to what is your business image that you want to portray? Sure, yeah, yeah. Who are your customers? Are you a surfboard shop? Are you a financial institution? I'm not saying financial institutions aren't cool, <laughs> but um, you may have different aesthetics. I never or- said that. Don't quote <laughs> me on saying it. <laughs> I won't go to a surfboard shop if there aren't tattoos. The other question to ask is, if it is important to the image, what about the position? If the person's working in the warehouse or if they're working sure. one-on-one with clients or customers, if they're telemarketers, does it matter? Right. So think about the position. Okay, so let's say I have tattoos, but I always obviously wear full body spanks, so they wouldn't see, so it's not really relevant, right? 
Well, so when you're talking about visible or unseen tattoos, obviously you can't enforce anti-tattoo against unseen right. tattoos. Right. You know, I had a client once that called me and said, Patty, we're sending you something right now. We need you to look at it. It's a violation of our dress code or tattoo policy. And they sent me and it was uh, a, sorry, I don't know if this is okay for your guys' it's okay. you know, innocent ears, but it was a tattooed penis. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> and it was Hell. of a dragon, of a dragon. And the employee had sent the tattooed penis on his company phone. He had emailed it to various oh, friends no, yeah, and family. Yeah, I think I got that email. <laughs> Very funny. Now, uh, uh, the concern was to me that they were so focused on the dress code violation when there was... <laughs> kind of maybe some luck. other problems happening. Right. Like, I'm just going to ask you, if there's no tattoo, is this still a problem for you? You're making yeah. your tattoo my problem. <laughs> You're making your penis my problem. The penis is the problem. It's not the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it violated a lot of other right. policies you know, unrelated. And so, but yeah, if it's an unseen tattoo, obviously a company really doesn't care. They're not going to do some strip search. Right. On the business side of things, if you have really strict policies forbidding tattoos, then you're going to narrow your recruiting pool. You're going to narrow your applicants, especially now with the great resignation, people leaving. Right. And people having a hard time getting good employees. Do you really want to be fire and brimstone with tattoos? Yeah, that's right. a good point. Right. The other thing is, is during, I don't know, are we yet post-pandemic? We're not, whatever. But um, so. we have a lot of remote workers. And recent surveys show that 70% of people want to remain as remote work. So then are tattoos really something you want to have a hard line on since you're not going to be seeing anyone anyway? Right. Like we all turned the video off on Zoom anyway. <laughs> right. No one wants to see that. <laughs> right. No one wants to see your body spanks. If you are going to have a hard line on it, then I think you need to put it in your applications, your job descriptions. Make people aware that, A, you don't want to waste their time and you don't want to waste your own time if they're already going to be right. disqualified. Lastly, if your company doesn't have a hardline policy and you're a manager and you're doing interviews, check your biases. Oh, yeah. You know, right. Jeff, it's, it's really kind of shocking to me that as popular as tattoos are, the studies are pretty overwhelming showing that tattooed applicants, they don't fare as well. Right. They're less likely to be hired overwhelmingly. Um, really? And the more, as they say, more aggressive the tattoo or the larger the tattoo, that that applies even more. And what really shocked me is one Colorado State study or research project said that they actually get lower salaries offered to them um, based upon visible tattoos. Wow. Heavy wow. bias. Yeah. Super heavy. Yeah. You know, check that at the door. Right. That's ridiculous. Um, one thing I, I do know, one of the most conservative dress codes was through Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, at their Disneyland parks, particularly. And even they, in 2021, I think it was April 2021, they call them cast members. They're not, As they're a not former employees. cast member? Yeah, Jeff, I heard that you I was a cast, cast member, member at the Disney store. And I had to cover <laughs> yeah. up my sleeves with my and denim <laughs> Disney shirt that I was forced to wear. The cast members now, they've really... I wouldn't call it loosening it up, but they're basically saying you could have tattoos below the neck that are limited in size that are appropriate. Again, pretty general. They didn't give right. us, pretty general. Um, the other thing is, is that they did note that they're trying to do this to have more inclusion and diversity. And so it speaks to what you're saying, Jeff, about mm. not narrowing right. your pool unnecessarily and also being inclusive that people have different viewpoints of what is appropriate right. dress code.
So if that's like businesses, like that's how each business is handling it, their aesthetics and everything. How do people get in trouble? Where does it become actually a problem when there isn't like a policy that's adhered to or that's specific enough? Yeah, like when are you going to get sued if you're a, a like yeah, a when do company? I lose, or... When do I lose money as a company? <laughs> or when do I... <laughs> you have to have money to lose money. <laughs> okay, so I'll start there. Okay, so basically, if you allow people to have visible tattoos, you need to make sure that you're complying with your harassment laws, which apply to everybody, um, harassment and discrimination, and that you're looking at those just like if it was a photo or a calendar or a t-shirt that someone is wearing at work to make sure it doesn't depict anything that could be targeting in a derogatory manner a protected class. What is a protected class? What does that cover? People who wear body spanks. I'm out. I'm I'm safe. <laughs> Sliding into home base, spanked out. Protected classes are, are race, color, religion, sexual orientation, age. Those are just a couple examples. States okay. sometimes have more protected classes than the federal government. But the big thing is, as Patty was saying, you have to monitor it. Exactly. And if someone's having something anti-Semitic or, you know, really sexual or violent in nature, you, you need to look at that. The other legal concern is inconsistent application of your policy. Right. So that could cause a discrimination claim. For example, if they say no visible tattoos, but they're letting people who have little small, let's say women who had small tattoos between their fingers, but they fire a man who has a forearm tattoo and they've not defined location or anything, that could be a gender discrimination case. Because it's not specific and it's not uh, consistent. Exactly. And this is, I think, where a lot of companies go sideways is inconsistent application. You have one manager who's like the cool manager and he's fine with everything. And then that cool manager will be playing guitar after work at the local coffee shop if you guys want to. <laughs> Between <laughs> six and seven. While he defends his discrimination. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's trying to trying to make a little extra cash for the legal fees. The other thing to look at is if you have a respectful workplace policy, which pretty much everyone does. Like we don't want people to right. be disrespectful to others or unkind in what they're depicting on their tattoos or, or have it so kind of creepy and distracting that people aren't paying attention so those are some of the things i would look to well this is where the packers suck kind of comes in it's not it's not going to create a hostile work environment because the packers packers fans aren't a protected class not yet but right yeah not yet (laughs) but it is offensive right it is it's not respectful so what can a manager do to Protect themselves, I guess. The first thing that I would do is, as a manager, take a look at your policy and just see if it is really vague, open, nothing offensive like my clients. And I would talk to HR, talk to whoever makes your policy and say, hey, we need to, we do need to tighten this up. It needs to be more defined hmm. or even reassess. Does, do we even need a policy? Does it matter? And then have your policy define visible where the location or face and neck tattoo is not okay. Are they okay on the, the right. arm or the, the ankle? Right. Certain jobs or exactly. certain jobs okay to have it. The other thing to do is define what's offensive. And usually right. that is if it's not consistent with our respectful workplace, our harassment or discrimination or workplace violence policies, then that's offensive, you know, and also it should be as determined in the sole discretion of management. And also note that you always are going to have to consider some type of religious accommodation. It's very rare, but there are some religions that require it. Right. I was wondering if there is anything like that, like a cultural requirement, religious requirement. Yeah. You see cases once in a while, and typically it's when they fire someone for having that versus when they're consistently having people cover up so the or consistency like is right. more the issue mm-hmm. 
But you do have to consider that if someone wants religious accommodations, don't right. just deny it out of hand. Talk okay, so to them. if the tattoo is in violation of policy, what's someone supposed to do, I guess? Well, I had a client, I looked at their policy and it was, you have 30 days to to remove it or sand off the tattoo. <laughs> Sanders <laughs> located in the break room. Okay, so you say that's like, that's I wouldn't normal. recommend that, normal. but that's a very extreme example. That's right, where it falls under better to know up front and tell people up front than to yeah. have them sand it later. I, I think the main thing people do is they make them cover them up. Absolutely. And that could right. be like on a forearm cover. There's a whole industry. You know, if you look online, you could find, you know, all these bandage covers. There's Follow my Etsy page. <laughs> that, and, that and Spanx. <laughs> uh, cover it with long sleeve shirts. Uh, <laughs> A neck collar, makeup, those are options. Right. This was super interesting and actually so informative on a weirdly complex, but not a topic that there's a lot Mm -hmm. of strict rules around. So that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And I think basically the bottom line is the only thing you can get is a mom tap too. It's always okay. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. They're just finishing mine up now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. If you guys have any questions or have any great tattoo stories yeah. or depictions, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear them and see them. Please send them our way. And uh, Except thanks. the dragon ones. Visible tattoo stories. Visible tattoo Please, stories. Please, God. Please, God. Only so. visible. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. See ya. Thank you. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your own judgment or you're not your mom.